Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Right Wing Vegan. It's a it's like a classic style episode today. I'm Scott. And I'm Kelly. And I am not alone today. I am not solo. <laughs> no, Kelly, you're not. Kelly's back today, so... Woohoo! Um, woohoo! Yay! I know. So uh, let me get this out of the way. Uh, you know, if you like the the show, please consider liking, subscribing, giving us a five star review, uh, commenting, whatever on the podcast app of your choice, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, also, share the show. You know, because we need to amplify conservative voices. Anyways, Kelly, uh, you know, I feel like it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a good while. It's been a few months here, but I'm. Uh back and hopefully going to be uh, joining Scott here on a weekly basis while he does his seems to be daily sh- little episode here. But uh, hopefully I'll be back into a regular rotation and uh, available to join. Yeah, hopefully. That's that's the goal, at least. And that's the plan. So, you know, I, I think, you know, it's funny. I, I look at the, the list of it's weird. I plan the topic for this show maybe a week ago. I planned the topic and the joke's on me really because yeah, it is. <laughs> why did I think that whatever was you know important a week ago would still be important a week later that that's foolish on me for assuming the news cycle in this year in 2020 would be you know quiet enough that a plan that I would come up with on Monday would still be adequate today yeah no not at all it's, that, not. That, it's definitely a day by day hour by hour type it's amazing thing. how much the news cycle is just full these days and i i you know i still want to talk about the hollywood asking for a bailout because i do think that's an important conversation i think yeah. it's, it's a funny one in many ways but first i think we need to talk about breaking news that just happened right as we're recording this and that is that the second presidential debate has officially been called off canceled canceled by the commission that runs debate or whatever the heck the that, debate commission i don't whatever it's called <laughs> they have canceled the debate so so a lot of people are gonna say that this is because of covid that donald trump has covid so they wanted to do the v- debate virtually and donald trump won't do the debate virtually so that's why they're canceling the debate so i fully expect the narrative to be donald trump was afraid to debate biden Yep. So that he backed out and they canceled the debate. Yeah. But there's a little more to it than that. And I think you have to factor that in. First of all, you know, Kelly, if I were to ask you, what do you think Joe Biden? Let, let me ask you this. What is one? What are Joe Biden's weaknesses? Let's talk about that. Pretty much everything. Okay. Besides, <laughs> more specifically, Biden. Speaking. Yes. Speaking is not a strong suit of his. Having a train of thought, being consistent. Absolutely. Those are all weaknesses of Joe Biden. He can't speak without a teleprompter. No. And, you know, one of the things that a virtual debate, and I said this earlier this week in an episode, one of the things that a virtual debate does is it gives Biden a crutch. Yes. It takes away his weakness. Yeah, it literally allows him to have a teleprompter right in front of him and nobody can do anything about it. It does. So you can't blame Trump for balking at the idea that we're now doing this virtually. I mean, the one way that they could do it virtually, if you took away the aspect of like, oh, let's do this in the comfort of your own home or at the White House, you could bring them both to the same space, set up two separate rooms for them to be in. Basically, like... Think of it in terms of like a high school. You just put Biden in one classroom and Trump in the other classroom. And then you 
can remote everybody into the the auditorium or whatever. So, like, you could do that sort of thing, which would take away some of the shadiness of it, but you could control it. Yeah, I think but, I think you know. one of the other one of the other things that Trump is worried about or concerned about and why he he didn't want to do this is that they're going to be able to if you do it virtually, it's going to be a lot easier for them to cut his camera, cut his mic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And silence him, which is what they've said they've wanted to do. I mean, yeah. they they came out and they they basically said, you know, they wanted to change the rules so that the moderator could silence the the participants mm-hmm. if they felt like they were getting out of hand. Out of sorts. Which, I mean, I do kind of agree that they need to stop over-talking each other so much. Let each of them fall if they're going to fall in what they're saying. I, I do agree. So you, I mean, you got to allow for that conversation to happen. So, I, I do agree that there shouldn't be so much over-talking, but you shouldn't be shutting off people's mics. I agree with some of that, but then I don't. Because I think that that would be perfect if the moderator did their job. Which he didn't. No, they don't. They don't. They don't press the candidates. They don't ask tough questions. If they do ask tough questions, those questions are usually directed at one candidate and not the other. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, in a debate, you should have the exact same question for both parties. But that tends to not be the case. It's one question to Trump and then a completely different question to Biden. I'm fine with it being different questions as long as they're questions that people actually want asked like i for instance and i i've said this this week like multiple times i even said this when i was discussing with a friend i brought this up in multiple debates they've asked about global warming mm-hmm. and my argument is no one cares about global warming right now it, no. it's probably no you know at least number 15 on people's list of things they give a crap about right now yeah it's not high there's too there's so much going on in the world right now that i why are we talking about global warming oh no exactly because like when they brought that up in the uh, the vice presidential debates i was like wait what we're actually talking about global warming here like what what is going on like since when is this a hot topic right it's not it should and listen i don't think it shouldn't be i mean there's science on both sides there's science that's it but but you know there's also there's science that says yeah okay humans are affecting the climate but then there's also signs that say look nothing we can do is going to change well, it and science is biased based on well, now it is no it's based on who is backing that research well, that's true too who is funding that research so if if you've got some environmentalist who's funding this research of course they're gonna show that, that there's global warming and and all of that you know it's like you got to look to see who is actually funding this research you're not wrong you're not wrong science can be made to look like anything and oh that, yeah that, that De- is definitely that's accurate but I, I also want to say another controversy that, that hopefully would, would get brought up in any conversation about debates being canceled is the fact that the, the moderator of this debate had accidentally, now he's saying he's been hacked. Okay. <laughs> accidentally in hacked. air quotes. He got, he got hacked. Okay. Like, yeah, sure. Um, he accidentally tweeted at a um, Anthony Scarmucci, who, who used to work for Trump, but was fired because he, he didn't do a good job. So Trump fired him and then he became an anti-Trumper. Um, but the moderator of the debate tweeted him and said, should I respond to Trump? Basically talking about, you know, how Trump's talking about the debates and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And oops, oops, probably shouldn't be 
tweeting an anti-Trumper asking them if uh, what, for, for advice. Yeah. You know, that's probably not a good thing to do, especially when you're supposed to be a neutral party. Yeah, that might be one of you, want to be a question you ask the debate commission, maybe. Yeah. Now, we knew this moderator wasn't going to be uh, unbiased anyways because he was he interned for Joe Biden. Well, here's the thing that I don't understand. Isn't, isn't the point of a moderator to be someone who's in the middle ground? Someone who isn't going to pick sides? Like, they're supposed to just kind of be a neutral party in this and ask the questions. Like, that's all that they're there for, to control the debate and to ask the questions. Like, since when do you have moderators that are so biased one way or the other? And it's so evident. I mean, I think, when when did you, you know, how do you get a, a neutral moderator, though, in 2020? That's, that's the real question. You know, how do you find somebody who works in journalism that doesn't have an but opinion or thing. isn't biased? Why does it have to be a journalist? I, I agree Why does that. it have to be a commentator or, or anyone involved in the political arena? Like, why can't it just be a, a doctor? Have a doctor come ask these questions. Me, you know, like like someone who's not necessarily i mean i don't know i think uh joe rogan you know they would the joe rogan debate would have been perfect would have been perfect and and we're not we're just not going to get that and that's unfortunate but but i I honestly think trump should just go on a show i've been thinking about this and and trump should just go on a show uh that's what he should do right and then and he can respond to the questions that joe asks and joe will be fair i'm i'm certain of it um but but i i again you know so the narrative is going to be that Trump is backing out because he's afraid of Biden. But I, I don't think that's the case. I think had the debate stayed in person one-on-one with no rule changes, Donald Trump and Joe Biden both would have been there. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I The last debate was a bit of an ass show. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Are they actually, or is it like legit canceled or are they rescheduling? Oh, it? Uh, Fox News. I, I saw actually CNN broke the story, but then I saw Fox News confirmed that the debates have been canceled, like completely canceled, completely canceled. So all like the remaining two or just no, just the, just the next one. Oh, okay. The third one apparently is still on. Okay. But I we'll see. We'll see about that one too. Um, Another I, thing too, like using COVID as a crutch to not have the debate, like put them in a plexiglass bubble. Like you don't have to breathe the same air. Like, you can be 12 feet away from each other like they had the VP Well, they're, they're afraid that Trump is going to give everyone the virus. It's a, it's an over overly they say he's fearful... He's not symptomatic anymore. No. what the doctor and, and, said. And I think by Wednesday, that would have been the amount of days that you're supposed to quarantine. He was... He was... Well, it's supposed to be 14. 14 right, but he was 14. diagnosed 14 days before that. He was... He, Failed the failed the test. I don't know what should be. Was he, really he tested last... positive. It was Wednesday. I've lost track of time. Isn't that a, wasn't that a week ago then? It was a week ago. For, no, it was when not. It was the Wednesday before oh, so this been, Wednesday. Okay, gotcha. So it would so be like two weeks. It would point. be two weeks on Wednesday. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're clear. Yes. So I, I you know it's just interesting and I don't know how this affects the race. Like I honestly don't know if these debates are going to change anybody's mind, I mean, there, there's always the possibility that either candidate, particularly Joe Biden is going to say something stupid that would maybe sway a voter or two. But to be fair, he's said a whole bunch of stupid stuff. Yeah, but stuff. the media, the media doesn't and that's cover the it. Thing. The if, doesn't but if cover he it. says it live at a debate, they can't. Millions of people are going to see that. Yeah. And that, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know how many people out there, I, I'm not certain how many normies out there, 
are aware of Joe Biden's gaffes. They might know some of them because people laugh or tell jokes or send memes, but are you are they aware of everything? Probably not. No, probably not, right? How overtly racist Joe Biden certainly comes off sometimes. Gosh, yes. His, uh, it's so bad. And I just, I, you know, I don't know if that, again, I don't know what normies think or feel because I'm not a normie and I'm so far away from being what I would consider a normie Mm -hmm. because I'm so politically inclined. I'm so politically involved and I'm so politically just engaged that I, to think like a normie for me is a little challenging. Yeah. You know, because I I don't know. I don't know what Karen thinks. I don't know what, you know, normal people think about all this. I know from from what I understand, and this is unbiased. I'm going to be completely unbiased in what I'm about to say. (laughs) That's tough for you. It is tough for me because I do have my biases. We all have our biases. Um, We should be aware of them, but we all have them. I think that Trump comes off as a jerk. Yes. I think he comes off as very hard to support. Yes. And I think that people are challenged with that. But we learn a lot about people because of that. Because yeah. there are people who, who I would consider to be fairly Christian. And I'll have conversations with them and they, they, they kind of indicate that they're voting for Biden. And I push a little. Because, for again, and this goes into another conversation we could have about how socially unacceptable it is to talk about politics. And how my opinion on that is that is bunk like you should talk about politics but i just i think that like those voters really really intrigue me because they're they're willing to put aside their values just because trump's a jerk yeah and that's one thing you should never do you should never set aside your values your morals your belief system no i mean unless you think that and maybe you do think that trump is trying to somehow you know overhaul the system to to take unlimited power which the libs certainly think so but there's no proof of that it's kind of like how i feel like the democrats are doing that but when i say that you know i could provide you with proof i think when you when you take a look at all these moves that they've made like making changes to to voting that that ultimately delegitimize the result of the election when you take when you look at what they're threatening to do with the courts when you look at well, you know, the the Senate, this new commission, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second. When you look about that, when you look at all that stuff and you combine it together, the only thing you can get is that this is a group of people who want power mm-hmm. and they don't want that power challenged and they don't want that power taken from them. Yeah. So they're willing to upend the entire system to gain that power and hold it. Yeah. That to me defines evil, right? Like if I think of the definition of evil, I think of people who act in bad faith to to achieve you know, unlimited power. Yeah. So that they can continue to do evil things. That to me is what they're doing. Mhm. I I to me that is evil. Yeah, it is evil. So so I when I look at that, I think to myself even if that was somebody like, let's say I was a Democrat, but I noticed this behavior, I wouldn't vote for these people. If I saw evidence that Trump was doing this, if I saw evidence of that, I wouldn't vote for him. Are you kidding me? But I don't see evidence of that. And they'll throw out things like, oh, well, he's saying he's not going to accept the results of the election. Well, yeah, if the election's rigged or if there are problems with the election or questions about the outcome of the election... Why would he secede? 
I mean, the, the, the Democrats have given us some indication that they're met, the, you know, the mail-in voting, they're kind of messing with the system. The election might not be as cut and dry. Yeah. He shouldn't concede at that point. You know, if it's clear that he lost, then sure. But they're playing dirty politics. And I think Trump's responding to that. That's yeah. my, my opinion. That's how I assess what's going on. And, and the thing that drives me nuts, too, it's like you have these people playing so dirty and manipulating and changing rules just to try and fit them and themselves and what they want to push. But it's like you were elected to represent the American people. You were elected to at least try and hold some sort of integrity in maintaining public. Like, you're a public servant. But yet it's like that's completely gone out the window and they're just acting to serve their own needs and wants, not the needs and desires and wants of the American people. That's gone. It's like, yeah. who cares? Well, that's been gone, right? That, that, that's been gone. Ever since Congress has had the power to subpoena and then charge people for lying to Congress, that, that to me, I, I heard, I don't know what it was I heard, but I heard some, I think it was Ilhan Omar, uh, you know, brother lover. Um, I heard her say, you know, something along the lines. She was talking to somebody and she said, you know, you've been charged with lying to Congress or something. And I'm like, lying to, why is that a charge? Yeah, it's a who, charge. Who, if, you, if you lie in a court of law. Yeah, not Congress. Not Congress. Who, who cares about who, who up on that panel is a judge? No, those because, people work for you. Yeah. That's what we forget. Those people work for you. Mm-hmm. And, and we're so tribal and we're so stuck in our parties that we, we don't think like that. But the, we, we treat these people like kings. And, and in reality, these people are work. They work for us. They're not kings. Yeah. You know, they represent us. And if we don't think that they're representing us, then we need to get them the hell out of there. Yeah. That's why we have the power to vote. And you got people like Nancy Pelosi holds office for 575 years and no one's ever voted her out. But. Like, how much of her constituency, which granted, her constituency, a lot of wealthy people, okay. But, and, and you know what? She probably does represent them because she throws all their pork into bills to try and get the money and all this stuff. Yeah. But it's just, like, amazing. Like, how in touch with the, with America would you say Nancy Pelosi is? Probably not very in touch, no, right? No, not at all. No, and she acts like a queen, and it's sickening. It's sickening. And well, I, I mean, like, when she claims that she doesn't even know the laws or the rules in her own state pertaining to COVID and goes to a salon. Right. Like, do you not re- remember that your whole state has shut all of that down? No, rules for thee and not for I me. I know, I know. That, that's what it is. She's just so entitled. Yeah, you, you have to follow the rules but i don't you know and that goes into this whole like gretchen whitmer thing in michigan where all of a sudden you know this this group of uh uh, rogues i don't know what they are they called them trump supporters but they're not i mean these are anarchists these are people who hate government who have active actively by the way spoke out against trump but take a look at every media outlet and what are they gonna say trump supporters try and kidnap governor whitmer far right far far right yeah okay what is far right you know no one knows no one knows what that means um extremists too yeah that's it uh but anyways these these anarchists which if anarchy is far right that that's that's interesting um but these anarchists uh you know tried to kidnap governor whitmer and i guess they've been plotting this for a long time and um you know i mean it is what it is obviously i'm not going to sit on this show and condone uh, someone kidnapping uh, someone that's awful you don't want to do that but taking active 
measures to get this tyrannical monster out of power would probably be a good idea for the people of Michigan, in all honesty. Yeah. Any leader who is going to say that they don't care what the Supreme Court of that state says, they are above the law, that's... Wow. I... I mean, come yeah, and, on, and didn't Michigan. Didn't they have a whole impeachment hearing about this? About how Trump thought he was above the law? Not, they kept saying that phrase. Yeah, above no the law. No one's above the law. Yeah, Remember but that? apparently Gretchen thinks she's above the law. Well, she's the queen of Michigan, right? Oh, yeah. And she's 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 the dictator. She she's uh, And then she came out yesterday and, you know, in her leather jacket with her stupid face. And she, she says, you know, she's blaming Trump for this, basically. She says it's Trump's rhetoric. These are Trump people. When in reality, violence. When in reality, these are not Trump people. They hate Trump. They've actively spoken out against Trump on Facebook. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because any white person that commits a crime is now a white supremacist um, unless they're wearing a, a black mask over their face and holding their fist up in the air like a jackass. So that's that's just the world we live in. Uh, but, you know, you should never kidnap anybody that's awful. But I would stress to the citizens of Michigan, you better take power back because if you don't, it's only going to get worse up there. Um, but I just wanted to touch briefly on that. What I want to talk about before we get into our, what I would consider our main topic of the week is this 25th Amendment talk. Oh, my goodness. So yesterday at a press conference, Nancy Pelosi said just randomly to the media, we're, we're going to talk about the 25th Amendment tomorrow. So you guys should come tomorrow and we're going to talk about the 25th Amendment. Of course, everybody's like, what the hell is she talking about? We're going to talk about the 25th Amendment. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? Like Trump defeated covid soundly perfectly fine and mike pence is fine so what in the hell are we talking about the 25th amendment for Mm -hmm. well that all came to fruition today right nancy pelosi and all of her glory congress loves to create committees they love to create panels they don't like to do anything let's just be honest they don't like to do anything no not at all nary I, i can't think you know i was trying to think the other day i can't think of a bill one bill that congress has passed in the last four years not one. Yeah, I have no idea. Right, of course you don't. I'm not sure they did because they were too busy creating committees and panels to investigate the Russian hoax that we now know is in fact a hoax. And and that investigation is ongoing. Yeah. So what in the hell? Anyways, she reveals today that, that she wants to create a committee or a commission or a panel or whatever the hell they are. And this, this, this commission's job will be to determine if the mental health of the president is up to par and if not then they would they would institute the 25th amendment and they would get the president out of there and then the vice president would theoretically become president yeah so let's just think for one second if this is another ploy to get trump which they've done so many well to think pence is going to turn on trump is asinine oh yeah at best ridiculous it's not going to happen which is why i don't think this is a ploy to get trump i don't you're not going to have this commission together before the election anyways this is either, and maybe it is, maybe it is a ploy to get Trump. Maybe it's just their, their, they have internal polling is showing that Trump's actually up and they're, they know he's going to win. So they're, they're trying to, to set up the next stage of we're going to try and get him if he wins again, mm-hmm. maybe. But I actually think, um, and I think Trump even tweeted this, so he agrees with me that this is actually aimed at Joe Biden. Oh yeah. Not Donald Trump. Absolutely. This yeah. is to get Kamala Harris to be president. This is how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. They wanted her to begin with. Let's be honest. I mean, we go back to the Democratic debates. We did shows back then. 
they were grooming Kamala. They oh, yeah, wanted they her to be the nominee. And then Tulsi took her head off. And that was Which that. Was, it was marvelous. And I don't think Kamala was ever that popular. I mean, I think she topped out at 15% support. And I don't think yeah. she... And then it was only downhill from there. Yeah, the American public were, was not behind her no. at all. She had the one good debate moment that was it good where she questioned Joe Biden on busing. Yeah, and, and then, then called uh, him racist. Her new best friend. And um, that was it. And then she rose up a little bit. And you could tell the, the establishment was really, really behind her, which Kamala Harris has had a uh, history of being on her knees to service the establishment. I'll just say that. You can look that up. Um but I think that that, you know, so they knew she'd be a good little soldier and that she would do what they wanted her to do. All she wants is power. So they'll give her a little power. And that's that. Um, but the reality is, is that, that, you know, Biden's the nominee. So now that Biden's the nominee, because once her star crashed, Bernie Sanders started to rise back up and they thought, oh, no, we got to do something about this. So here comes Joe. Joe wins. And then they, they thrust Kamala in there. Uh, you know, Joe Biden, I mean, the dude can't think for himself. And even if he could think for himself, why would he pick the woman that was calling him a racist? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, he did back himself in a corner by saying he'd choose a, a woman of color or whatever. Yeah. Kind of limit your options there. Kind of limit your options, sure. But he chooses the one that calls him a racist. Fine. So, obviously, we know Joe Biden is not going to be the president. If he is, it's only going to be for like 90 days. Not even that. It's probably going to be for five hours. And this is how they're going to do it. They're creating this commission. Kamala's would definitely turn on Joe. I mean, let's be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's a fake, just power-hungry person. And so she'll turn on Joe. The commission will investigate. They'll send him on his way. And then Kamala Harris is the president. Hillary Clinton or whoever is the vice president. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So that's, that's the whole purpose of this commission. I don't think this commission or committee is to get Trump because I think it's too late for that. This commission or committee is to get Biden. Yeah. And I wonder if I'm Joe Biden and I see this, is this going through my mind at all? I I want to say that it would, but knowing where Joe's mental state is, it's probably not even ringing a bell. No, because Joe's too busy worrying about putting the left front foot in front of the right foot and then the right and then the left. And you got to do one at a time. He's too busy doing that. And trying Jill to figure Biden. out how to put but his mask here, on. Here's the thing. You're Jill Biden. You're Joe Biden's wife. They've used your husband up to this point. They've taken advantage of your elderly husband by throwing him out there, making him look like a buffoon, whatever. Now you see this. If you're Jill Biden, don't you get a little like, what in the hell are they doing? I mean, there's only so much she can do. I'm sure she's had conversations with him along the way and he's just going along with it. So I'm... It's probably to the point where it's out of her control. There's nothing she can do. Well, it's just interesting and weird. That's all. But, it's just weird. I mean, if I were her, I would be doing everything I could to try and save my husband. You would think. You would think. I mean, they constantly talk about how smart Nancy Pelosi is. I hear it all the time. Nancy Pelosi's a master no, she's politician. No. She's a game master. She knows how to play the game. And I have yet to, to see that. It seems to me like she loses an awful lot. Well, yeah, it's like if you know how to play the game, you know the rules of the game. And it's clear that she's not a rule follower. Well, Trump upended all that. Again, Trump was never supposed to be president. This was supposed to be Hillary's time. Yeah, but whose narrative is this? Who gets to decide what this narrative is? What the story the media, is? The media. It's just so dumb. The media decides that. The media shapes the narrative. And that's why you see things like Twitter saying that they're going to uh, de-escalate political 
tweets. They're gonna they're gonna decide what they re like what gets what trends basically. What trends? Yeah. yeah. And and you think okay, well that affects both sides. That's the argument. Well, this affects both sides. You know, we'll do it to the left and the right. Well, the difference is the right doesn't have the mainstream media to push their narratives. Yep. So the right needs alternative means to communicate to to get their message across because we don't have CNN, we don't have MSNBC, and actually we don't have three fourths of Fox anymore. So all we have is OAN, and barely anybody watches OAN. And I, I enjoy OAN. Yeah, I'll say it right yeah. now. This is not a knock on OAN, okay? I think more people should watch OAN. Yeah, they should. But, I, I, you know, we have that. And then we have, like, you know, the Blaze, Blaze TV. We have that, right? We have uh, Bright Side Media. Or right, 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 side, right side, broadcast. not Bright Side. Right Side Broadcast. <laughs> I was thinking, what was that? Bright Network. They're, they're, they do some stuff on YouTube. We th- fine. They're out there doing their thing, okay. And then we have like Tim Pool, who's not a conservative, but is definitely you know leaning towards supporting Trump and is a good voice. So we have all that, but that's all alternative media, and that's what we have. And it's alternative media that people have to seek out. It's like you don't know that those media sources exist unless you go looking for them, right? And I mean, we have Rush, so conservatives certainly own talk radio, but I, it just to me, it's like. I see all this, I, man, it's, it's, it's hard to even talk about it, but I see all this stuff happening and just, I don't know, man, it seems so dirty. It seems so like concerning and dirty and it's, it's completely suppressing the voice of half of America yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And no person should be suppressed in that way. No. You shouldn't. Well, no, no one side should have that much sway over the culture over over the way people think and to think that normies don't the weird thing is is that taylor swift endorses joe biden this week yeah who cares that was news yeah no i saw that breaking news breaking i hope it wasn't breaking news who cares that sways anyone with an iq above like what's a good iq i don't even know i should i have no idea that's it anybody with a brain anybody that who has a front uh, a fully functional frontal cortex in their brain okay yeah they should be able to see that and go i don't care what taylor swift no. thinks or wants i don't care taylor swift doesn't isn't a real human being she doesn't live a real life she is yeah, she a doesn't speak pampered for any person any american person no, of course she doesn't and but if you're 13 and you see that that's yeah well what 13 year olds voting None, but here's the thing. You say that, and I agree with you. Well, they're going to be voting in five years. Exactly. You're shaping their minds when they're young to believe this nonsense. And this has always been my problem. I've always had a... I am a staunch supporter of defunding public education to the point that it's probably ridiculous. You know, I I find myself hating, you know, the, the concept of it anymore because I just... To me, all public education is anymore is propaganda for the left. And you see it time and time again when you see these tweets with people tweeting video that they took from classrooms where the teacher's up there saying America's a terrible, no good, awful, dirty, racist place. Mm-hmm. And and feeding this bullcrap to our kids, making our kids into little soldiers for their cause, which is why yeah. I, you see Antifa, you see these nuts out there burning, burning buildings with their green hair and their, their freaking flabby arms and they're 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 out there burning this stuff down and they're all like 20 years old yeah 
And that's because these are little soldiers that were created in colleges and high schools, and they've been groomed their whole life by by Alyssa Milano. Which again, who what thirteen year old gives a crap about Alyssa Milano? But but you know what I mean. Like celebrities are feeding them this garbage, and then now they're good little soldiers, and they're going to go out there. And America's a no good, racist, terrible place that needs to be burned down. Yeah. And granted, ninety nine percent of these kids are white, which makes it even more hilarious. Yeah. You know, I speak for black people. You don't know a black person, you freaking idiot. Yeah. And then they're out there, they're 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 yelling at but the the funniest thing is seeing these white pasty ass kids yelling in the face of a black officer. Police up, yeah, yeah. About black oppression. Yeah. And it's like do you do, do you, you get they, they don't comprehend. No, they don't. <laughs> they just see a uniform. Yeah. And think, oh yeah, you're bad because you represent that uniform. It, it's it's awful. It's like you're yelling it, at a black man so in disgusting. a police officer's uniform. And when you try and tell them they're wrong about this, they like give you some bullcrap about how, well, you know, uh, I'm just trying to teach. I'm just trying to educate about, you know, what's going on. It's and like, so well, many what do you, you know about the world? You don't know anything about the you're world. You're 20 years old. What it, do you know? Nothing. That's the answer. Nothing. You know nothing about like, the world. Have you worked a real job? Did no, you grow up with a silver spoon yes. in your mouth? Like, and what yes. do you know? Nine times out of 10 Yes, that is the case. Hey, welcome to the greatest country on earth that allows you to to have an alternative uh, opinion, who allows you to say that Trump is a terrible, no good person, orange man bad, and doesn't cut your face off for it. So welcome to the United States of America, the best country on earth. Now, we're talking about Hollywood. We're talking about Taylor Swift. And this is a great segue into the conversation I wanted to have on Monday. So Hollywood, moreover, the movie theater industry, is asking for a bailout. That's uh-huh. right. The COVID-19 has demolished the movie theater industry so much so that they're out of money. Now, that's the narrative. The narrative is that COVID-19 has destroyed the movie theater industry, the movie business, and so they need money so that they can stay open. The truth is, maybe that's part of it, but it's not just COVID-19. Let's be honest. Yeah, no. So... What I find hilarious is that these these like a hundred directors or whatever signed this letter to send to Congress asking Congress to bail out the movie theater industry. The net worth of these directors is enough to purchase the movie theater industry. If oh, yeah. you if you know what Hollywood directors, James Cameron, who just made like eighteen Avatar sequels, he just finished filming. Did he really? I who cares? After the first one, which is bad enough, what do we need a second Avatar for? My goodness. It'll be, it'll, you know it's going to be anti-Trump. You, you, I just know it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the blue creatures that fornicate with trees or whatever the hell they do, they're going to be, you know, some orange man is going to be chasing them this time or something. I don't care. Whatever. Anyways, James Cameron has enough money to, to do anything he wants. These millionaires should just fund the movie theater. How about instead of asking for our money to pay for the movie theater industry? Yeah. You give up some of your money. That to fund making. the movie theater industry. Better yet, why don't you cut the movie theater industry a better deal on your crappy films and give them a bigger percentage of the cut so that they can stay in business. Exactly. And don't that, charge that's the so thing. much. Or just buy the movie theater industry. You you want to buy it? Buy it. If Disney wants to buy the movie theater industry, then you know what? Let them buy it. Who cares? Yeah. And then Disney can fund with what little money they have left. They can fund the movie theater in- industry. Yeah. But what's great is, is that... I don't believe that it's just COVID. I think that people are sick and tired of these pretentious jerks telling them how to live their life and telling them how they should feel. Yeah, absolutely. These millionaires 
who sit in their ivory towers can preach to you about how you should be living life. You don't live life the right way. Take a take a take for instance this this uh, PSA that came out earlier this week where uh, these B-list, D-list celebrities are all naked. And they're like, oh, we're naked. And they film themselves. We're naked. And they're doing it because they want to encourage you to go vote. Somehow that encourages you to go vote. What? Um, yeah. You haven't seen this? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. So it's like Sarah makes... Silverman and uh, I have no idea who that is. Mark Ruffalo, all the losers. They're out there. And they're, they're basically like naked in this. And, and Amy Schumer, who God, no one wants to see naked. They're all out there and they're naked. And they're like, they're making like, oh, I'm naked. Uh, like we, you know, you can't be naked. Don't leave your ballot naked or something. And, and it's, it's all like supposed to be a push. It's so cringe. It's so just. It's just baffling. It's super like, really? cringe. And you see this stuff and you think. This is, like, why Donald Trump won in 2016. Well, and it's, like, messages like that should be coming from boards of elections or, you know, from, like, some government official about, hey, make sure you fill in all the, the, the boxes or a memo from the Secretary of State. Like, that message should be coming from them, not from some random celebrity about make sure you fill out your ballot the right way. Well, like, yeah. who are you to tell me how to fill out a ballot? Well, who are you to tell me to do anything? Exactly. And I just, I, I get disgusted by how Hollywood wants to preach to us what's right and what's wrong. And, and you know, then name call us if we don't agree with them. Like... Yeah. Call us racist and sexist and well, homophobic. Like, Hollywood is such a small population of people, like several thousands or whatever, you know, it's a small population of people that think that they can dictate and control the messages that are being presented to the rest of the United States. It, it, they don't have, like, why do they think that they have that authority and that power? Well, they, 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 they think they do. Uh, because the media gives them that power. I mean, Taylor Swift, again, endorses Joe Biden. It's breaking news. But the truth is that normal people are tired of this, man. I mean, you take a look at the NBA. The ratings are in the freaking toilet for (laughs) the finals. They're negative. Because they're putting Black Lives Matter all over everything. Because LeBron James can't shut his mouth. He, He has to be this arbiter of... Oh, black people. And he says things like black people are being hunted every day. Okay, millionaire black person. Why don't you tell me about how you're so oppressed? You're so oppressed, you multimillionaire. Oh, gosh, the victimhood. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you are given the opportunity to perform in front of thousands of people who laud you, applaud you, and love you. And I am so sorry that you make millions and millions of dollars and have never wanted for anything in your adult life. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, 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 you know what? How absurd. How absurd. Yeah. But then... But then the white people who grew up in like Kentucky and the real, real poor er, er, you know, areas of like Kentucky. Appalachian. Yeah, they're the yeah. ones oppressing LeBron James. They're not oppressed. Yeah. They're, they're not oppressed at all, even though they can't afford to put food on the table. And, and many of them have drug addictions because of where they grow up. No, no, no. But they're white. So they have the advantage. Sorry, you, you have an advantage over LeBron because you're white. Yeah. Sorry. Guess That's just so. how it is. You should apologize to him. Yeah. Quite frankly. And that's the type of stuff people are disgusted with. And that's why the NBA's ratings are in the toilet. That's why the yeah. NFL has low ratings. MLB, all of them. It's like the, this whole continuous push that everything is systemically racist. It's like LeBron James, as you keep saying, they wouldn't exist 
if if the country was systemically racist. Yes. Barack Obama would not exist if the country was systemically racist. They are racist. literally an example of, of the opposite of the argument yes. they're trying to make. Yeah. And and I, I just think it's funny, but people are so sick of it. People are tired of being preached to. And celebrities are the worst at that. The worst. Remember that cringe video where they were all singing Imagine? It's like the most yes, cringe thing that's ever so come bad. out. And it's just disgusting. And they thought, oh, we're going to do this big thing where we sing this song and inspire people. And it's like, yeah, you you inspire people, all right? You inspire people to vote for Trump. Yes. And and they don't get it. They don't get that they're like having – they're getting the opposite effect of what they want. It's because they live in this bubble. Their whole world exists in this tiny me, little me, bubble. Me. They think yes. they're so important. They yeah. think they're so just – Everything in, so revolves much. just right around yeah. them. It's just a small, tiny circle of yeah. people. And now they want your money, guys. So you racist who didn't like Last Jedi, you didn't like Last Jedi, not because it was a bad, terrible, awful movie, but no, because you are a sexist and you don't like female lead characters. And the only reason you hate that movie is because Ray's a female. You also probably didn't like that movie because Finn's black. Ew, gosh, how awful are you? That's why you didn't like the movie, not that it was a terrible, terrible, awful movie that aborted some of your favorite characters and just ruined them. No, 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 forget that. It ruined them at the altar of social justice so that some purple haired lady can can freaking put down never mind i'm not even gonna talk about this jedi but what i will what <laughs> i will say i'm getting all mad yeah what I, what I will say is that that's what people are sick of right and that's why a star wars movie hasn't really been like too too successful after that because, no, because people, people just gave up you what you want your star wars movie you want to turn on the tv and watch a basketball escapism game. yes you need that break from everyday life from everything that's being thrown at you from covid from everything you want that break but yet you're not getting it it's just being thrown in your face even more yep and people are tired of it man and you know what the way that we show them that we're tired of it is we don't we don't i hope call your congressman woman you know your representative and let them know you don't want this they should not bail out the movie theater industry let it die let it die no and then if anything all this uh all these uh covid shutdowns have just told me that I don't need the movie no. industry. And I mean, I love movies. I have 900 Blu-rays. I love physical media and movies and things like that. But I, I don't buy very many new movies because I think they're all trash that are yeah. full of SJW crap. And yeah. I don't want it shoved down my throat. You know, it, it, listen, there's a difference. Okay, you go back to like Alien. Alien is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. And it has a female lead character. Mm-hmm. And no one criticizes it. No one says, ugh, female lead character. Is I can't like watch that. It's Ripley, Tomb not... Ra- the- what? The, was Tomb- That's a different thing. I know, it's a different movie. I'm okay. thinking of another female lead. Yeah, sure. Okay, Laura Croft. I mean, you know, that. sure, we. you can go there. Uh, but, you know, you think of like... I'm trying to think of another one. I'm sure there's... there's. I know there are other examples oh, yeah, of that where... Of you, you have like a, an African-American lead or a female lead or even a gay lead. And no one cares. No. It's only when you shove it down our throats, when you use that as the premise of your movie or a way to market your movie. Yeah, you, you make it the focal point. Yes. And what's funny is the people who should really be offended by that are the gay people, the African-American people and the females, because the only reason that you're doing this, you're taking advantage of their cause so that you can make a dollar. Yes. That's all it is. Yeah. You don't care. Di- like you really think Disney gives two craps about social justice? No. It's an easy way for them to make a buck. Yeah. To profit. Yeah. I don't think that Disney really supports concentration camps. I just think Disney got, you know, they wanted to put out their little Mulan 
and they knew they needed to get China support on it because it's a Chinese tale. So they and they probably got a deal filming at those concentration camps, and that's why they did it. Yeah, I don't think Disney supports it. I mean, they support it by thanking them and by allowing it to happen, but. I don't think they actively are out there saying, you know what? I support this. I support everything China does. I just think it's it's all about money for them. Mm-hmm. And they see an opportunity. I mean, these movies are doing better in China. So you're going to see a lot more Hollywood movies, you know, catering to that crowd yeah. over America where the box offices are struggling. So I don't know, man. All I know is, is that defund Hollywood. You need to be taking money away from Hollywood, not giving money to Hollywood. Because these people, um, these, as I've heard them called, adult pretenders... They need to to learn their place and they need to learn that they they work at the pleasure of us. Mm -hmm. They work in an industry that is, in all honesty, non-essential. It's there. It's a pleasure industry. It's there to service a need that we have or a want that we have. They they work to entertain us. They don't influence us. They shouldn't influence Mm -hmm. us. So that's just, I wanted to talk about that because I don't know how many people know that that's, that's happening. And I guarantee if you take a look at these like CARES acts and th- these acts that Congress is trying to push through to, to get, you yeah. know, for the COVID relief, I guarantee you'll find in there a bailout for the movie theaters. Yeah, probably. And that's, I know the Democrats are going to push for it because who's their best friend? Hollywood. Who donates a lot of money to their campaign? Hollywood. Yeah. So of course they're going to push for it. Yeah. And I would much rather a bailout for the American people versus a bailout for the movie theaters. Which we have yet to get because Congress is trying to shove crap like this yep. into a bill. So there's that. Anyways, I think we've gone 45 minutes. I think that's good yeah. for your return. It sounds good. All right. Well, <laughs> guys, thank you for listening. Um, we really, really appreciate your support and you listening. And we're really glad to be back. Uh, again, I do a show daily Monday through, I think it's going to end up being Monday through Thursday. I'm going to do the daily show. I try to get that posted every day before 1 p.m. And then on Friday, I think we're going to do these joint shows with Kelly and I. I think Friday just works for our schedule a little better. And it gives you kind of a longer episode to go out with uh, for your weekend. So yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. That's the way we're going to do it going forward. Hopefully you've liked the solo shows. If you haven't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> just, just, just come listen to me just, on Friday. There you go. You can do that if you want, but <laughs> you should listen to the solo shows. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys very much. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Have a great weekend, everybody. See ya.